In this week's episode of Farmers Inside Track, we check in on agriculturalist and owner of Abundance Wholesome Foods in Gauteng, Siabonga Mgoma. And in our entrepreneurship slot, we speak to the newly appointed country manager for the Produce Marketing Association for Southern Africa, and she shares with us her top business tip. We are inspired by the indigenous goat farmer, Emmanuel Madao, who believes that farming is the best way to fight poverty. Making our reading list this week is The Art of Hustling, Sell or Surrender by Spuziso Liope, or better known as DJ Spoo. You definitely don't want to miss our weekly AMT Fresh Produce Outlook on the Market with agricultural economist Dr. Johnny van der Merwe. As usual, he will highlight the latest price movements and expectations for the coming week. This is Farmers Inside Track. Supported by Food from Zanzi. Inspiration for your business and life. From South Africa's farmers and agripreneurs. Molwenium Zanzi, welcome to episode 36 of Food from Zanzi's weekly podcast, Farmers Inside Track. I'm Don Numdu, editor of South Africa's leading agricultural news and lifestyle publication. As usual, I'm not alone. Joining me this week is journalist Duncan Masiwa. Hey Dawn, can you believe it is episode 36 of the Farmers Inside Track podcast and it is always such a pleasure and honor being back and an even bigger pleasure to share the beautiful stories of the unsung heroes in the agri-industry. But of course we have another exciting lineup for our listeners today. That's right, Duncan. Later, we will hear from Liana Jones, the new country manager at the Produce Marketing Association in Southern Africa. But first, I'm connecting with the owner of Abundance Wholesome Foods in Gauteng, Siabonga Mgoma. Siabonga, you're a champion in the battle for the health of South Africans. Um, Your mission is to provide holistic, natural solutions to the ailments of the body, mind and spirit of all in Mzanzi. Where did it all start for you? And how do you think South Africans can start living healthier lives, especially as we continue to fight the COVID-19 pandemic? It has been a journey for the past 10 years or so. It started with me feeling restless and trying to find a purpose in life. For me, it has always been about well-being and health and how I can contribute in the fight against food insecurity and lifestyle diseases. Actually, my first business idea was to promote ostrich meat in South Africa. As South Africans love our meat, but the consumption of meat has its health and environmental challenges and an ethical issue for some people. So finding out the health benefits of ostrich meat and how SA is one of the world's biggest producers, it did not make sense that we are not familiar with this kind of food in our country. However, that was not to be, and I moved on to grown crops, also still focusing on the health benefits and nutritional part of eating. It was a lot of research and coming up with various ideas. And in 2018, Abundance Wholesome Foods was created, an organic fresh produce home delivery service. As South Africans, we can start leading healthier lifestyles by becoming active consumers. It is not enough to visit a supermarket and shop as we typically did. We need to start holding retailers accountable, find out exactly what is in those cereal boxes. Is it ingredients that help improve our health or they contribute to our health challenges? Questions about who grew my sweet potato, 
How has it grown? Is it sprayed with chemicals that might ultimately cause me illness? Is the money that I pay making a difference in that grower's livelihood and in their community? Especially now, as we continue to fight the COVID-19 pandemic, in the beginning of the lockdown, we could only go out to buy food and medication. So food is an important part of our lives, and we should treat it so. As I understand it, you're managing to keep up with a full-time job as the communications manager for the Gauteng Film Commission, and you're running an agribusiness, Abundance Wholesome Food. How did it all take shape? And tell us more about what you do. Currently, I'm fully employed in a nine-to-five job and running my business Abundance Wholesome Foods at the same time. So I basically do both day and night shifts. As a civil servant, you want to serve, but sometimes circumstances just make this difficult. So I started asking myself, what else can I do to serve my community and make a contribution? I then stumbled into the term food security. And coupled with my family history of diabetes and cardiovascular diseases, Abundance Wholesome Foods was created. I must say, finding a balance between my job and the business has been a challenge. And luckily now, I have a team that I work with. Abundance is very customer or service orientated. So responding to customer queries either on weekends or in the evenings, at first it just seemed unprofessional. But after some time, you realize that it is your reality. Sometimes I respond to emails in the evening and send them out in the morning. To avoid burnout, I have also dedicated one day to rest. Maybe I do a little bit of admin in the mornings and I work for six days in a week. I'm also learning to be very conscious about what I can do and what I cannot do just to create a balance. You also run a blog on your Abundance Wholesome Foods website offering a wealth of knowledge on healthy eating practices, sustainable and responsible food sourcing. How important is it for people to access this information, particularly now when people are more health conscious? Besides our online store for fresh produce, we supplement this with a blog. In this day and age, information is everywhere. And there's a lot of it that is easily available. This is good and bad at the same time. With all this information overload, sometimes it is not easy to get curated content for our individual needs. So what we do with our blog, it focuses specifically on food as medicine in the South African context. We share carefully research information which can easily be applied in our lives as South Africans. For example, when we write about vegetables, grains or herbs, we focus on stuff that is easily found from our gardens. It is pointless for us to write about quinoa, which has been made popular as a health food, but it does not grow in our gardens. So we'll talk about sorghum and its benefits because it grows amongst us. I think we all know that working in the agri-sector is tough. What are some of the toughest lessons learned and big wins that you've experienced since you started in the agri-sector? Some of the toughest lessons learned since I started the business, it is the importance of networks and being true to your path. For example, I'm the sole owner of the business at the moment, which is not easy. But with networks built along the way, I have managed to be part of a team that makes my load bearable. And my big win has been having a business coach right from the start. She has helped me personally and with business decisions. And alone, I doubt I could have grown abundance to where we are right now. 
challenges of just starting the business. She pushed me and helped me work through my fears, opening various perspectives for the business model, and then just sharing and learning from their own entrepreneurial journey. Starting and building a business is tough, and the people one surround themselves with is very important. Navigating life and business during COVID-19 is tough. Do you have any advice or survival tips you can share with others in the agri-sector? It is tough navigating life and business during COVID-19. What I would advise and share is that we try and reconnect as communities, as business people, being conscious of our decisions and being aware of the impact and the triple effects of our decisions. I think this time has highlighted some of the most important elements in life, which includes the spirit of community or family, hygiene, and food for well-being. More than ever, we must try and do right by ourselves and those around us. Siabonga, what is your vision for Mzanzi when it comes to the food we consume and living healthier lifestyles? My vision for Mzanzi, especially when it comes to food and living healthier, I wish we can look more into food as medicine, look more into our indigenous plants for sustenance and medication. I believe with all the plants we have, mostly which grow abundantly in the wild, we can feed ourselves and still maintain nutritional and well-balanced diets. Also, if we can consume food that is grown in our community, grown using traditional methods, foods that are chemical-free, that will help economically and socially, and it will improve our well-being as a country. We also need to strive for a better relationship with nature and build respect between us and Mother Nature. And then, of course, we usually ask all of our guests two quirky questions. So I hope that you're keen. My first question is, if all your clothes had to be one color forever, what color would you pick? If all my clothes had to be one color forever, it would be white. I like a white shirt or a white dress. I think it's from my upbringing. I attended a Catholic boarding school where the nuns wore white, and as scholars, we were required to wear vests, which were mostly white, every day of the week underneath our school uniforms. Maybe it comes from that, I do not know. I think I could also go with white, but I'm very messy, so (laughs) I'm not sure how clean that clothes would be um, at the end of the day. My second question is, what is the one thing that you refuse to share? The one thing that I refuse to share I would have said it is my partner, but I do share him with his family and friends. And as the old cliche says, sharing is caring. Thank you for joining us, Siabonga Ngoma. He's, of course, an organic vegetable farmer and owner of Abundance Wholesome Foods in Gauteng. Wow, Mom, why did you put on this chicken? Well, I was trying a new recipe using grain-filled chickens. Oh, Mom, this is amazing. You can't go wrong with 100% South African farm-quality chicken. With a range of fresh, frozen and marinated products, make grain-filled chickens your number one choice. Grain-filled chickens from the farms of the Free State. Need we say more? If you want quality, ask for grain-filled chickens at a leading store. Grainfield Chickens. Bring home the taste. Visit grainfieldchickens.co.za.
right, as promised, we're now joined by Leanne Jones, the newly appointed country manager for the Produce Marketing Association in Southern Africa. And she is today sharing some tips on how you can level up your business. So today I'm joined by Liana Jones, the country manager for the Produce Marketing Association in Southern Africa. And I'm really stoked to finally be able to connect with her. Liana, I know it's been a crazy few months for you. And when we spoke earlier, I mentioned it to you and I think it almost feels like you've hit the ground literally sprinting. <laughs> And you yes. also managed to do a few cartwheels along the way. Um, welcome. And how have you been? Hi, thanks, Ron. Lovely to be here. It's just over two months now that I've been in the role um, of country manager for the, the PMA here in Southern Africa. And we have been busy. We did quite a big pivot as an association, the pandemic, and really have been focused on supporting our members globally with a lot of information related to COVID and trying to bring our members together to connect them and also to share insights and case studies. So for the last two months, I've been involved in doing a lot of that, running our PMA talk series here in South Africa. And also just getting to know who's who in the industry and connecting with everyone. So it has been a busy time, but a great time. Lockdown with family? Are you still working from home? What's the setup like? Yeah, I'm working from home. It's been a bit of a surreal experience because I have gone through my entire interview process and my whole onboarding process for the PMA virtually. So I still am yet to meet any of my team members or any of our members in person <laughs> since I've taken on the role. We are, as a team, still working from home. And as soon as we can, we're going to sort of do a, a weekly get-together where we can, we can connect, catch up, and maybe have, we can't have alcohol anymore, but maybe share a sandwich and a bite to eat. So this is definitely not a new playing field for you. Um, you've got quite an extensive background in fresh produce as well as the floral industry. Um, has the sector always been your passion? I've absolutely loved the sector. And I must admit the few times that I've taken a, a role outside the sector, I've always sort of come back to the sector. So it's definitely my passion. I love the people that work in it. They have a different drive to working in a, a sector that, that is not fresh produce. And I just love to work with products that grow, that are organic, that are healthy and actually add value to people's lives. Liana, you have nearly 20 years of marketing, sales, management and business development experience. And there's always advice to share and things that you need to know. But if you had to share your top business tip, what would that be? It's people, it's relationships. It's really about developing that relationship with the other party and building a connection and building trust. And I think once you have that established, being able to do business and successful business in whatever field is much easier to do and much more success. So looking after your customers, looking after your agencies, everyone that you deal with needs to be handled with total respect and building good connections. And then, of course, navigating life during the COVID-19 pandemic is tough. We've spoken about it earlier. Do you have any survival tips to farmers and agripreneurs 
people who've just started in the sector, people that have been in it for years that are really struggling. We know that many people will lose their jobs and we would just some advice or survival tips that you have. For me, just like a personal survival tip as I've just become exceptionally frugal on how I spend my money, much how you spend your money. There's quite a lot of subscriptions, the nice to haves that I've sort of just put on hold for a little while. But from a business perspective, I would say, Spend this time. So many people are giving away free IP. They're sharing know-how and knowledge. This is a great time to learn and particularly learn about what tech's out there to understand what tech you can implement in your business to be able to restructure your business for success in the future. So I think there's a lot of information that's coming out free at the moment and people can learn about that and see how they can apply it. Another piece of advice probably from my marketing hat is if you can, now is the time to communicate your product. People always expect that in a, in a recession or in a pandemic or, or difficult times, they cut the marketing. This really is the best time to promote your products and gain that market share because when life does eventually sort of start normalizing, you're going to be ahead of the pack. Thanks for joining us, Liana Jones, Country Manager for the Produce Marketing Association in Southern Africa. Always great chatting to you and everything of the best. Right, on to one of my favorite segments on the show. This week we are inspired by multi-award winning Limpopo-based indigenous goat farmer Emmanuel Mudau, who left his job as a furniture store sales representative to pursue his passion in farming. So, Mr. Mudao, last week we featured you on Food from Zanzi. Care to tell our listeners who you are, what you do, and what inspires you? Hi, my name is Emmanuel Mudao from uh, Sintumore in Lestrichat, Makado. My business is uh, we are farming with goats and sheep. We also do some a little bit of indigenous chickens. But our main, main focus is goats and sheep. We breed sheep for slaughter and goats for slaughter. We also breed for breeders. We try and breed good genetics for those who want to start goat and sheep farming. They can get very good genetics from us to start a goat or sheep business. When we start this business, we had a lot of challenges. Some of the challenges were lack of knowledge when it comes to the diseases of animals, uh, how to manage them, how to manage the lambs when they are born. And then also the people who were discouraging us, it was a very big challenge because we used to get people who say, no, you, you won't make it. They used to refer even to some other people who have failed, giving example to me, saying, no, you won't make it. So, yeah, that was the biggest challenges along the way. My business taught me that nothing is impossible. And then the other thing is my business also taught me that uh, dedication and hard working pays. Because if you just sit down and wait for miracles, then nothing will come over. You must try and take chance, and then you must risk so that you grow your business. What I, I can encourage the upcoming farmers and then or people who wants to be like me, who wants to venture in goat or sheep farming, 
I can only say that working and dedication is the key in farming, not forgetting passion. If you love your animals and then you take care of them and then they will also take care of you in return. So I will advise everyone, more especially youth, to go into farming and try to be good farmers like I am today. Nothing comes easy. You must work hard and then you must be patient. Keep on pushing and then God will help you. Thank you so much for being an inspiration, Emmanuel Madao. Your story really touched my heart and everything of the best with the rest of your farming endeavors. For even more daily inspirational stories about farmers and agriculturalists who go above and beyond to feed South Africa, visit www.foodformzanzi.co.za or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at foodformzanzi and use the hashtag FarmersInsideTrack. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food Form Zanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story. We are surely drawing closer to the end of this week's exhilarating episode of your favorite podcast, Farmers Inside Track. But first, our book of the week. Our farmers have selected The Art of Hustling, Sell or Surrender by Spusiso Liope, better known as DJ Spoo. We cross over now to Food from Zanzi journalist Kyron Blau. Persuasiveness or influence, you can literally call it whatever you want. Some people have that thing that makes it hard for someone to say no. In The Art of Hustling, Sibusi Soliope, or DJ Spoo as he is commonly known, shares the secrets to cultivating this irresistible quality. He uses life-changing examples from his own life to reveal how a positive outlook, resilience, hard work and determination can help you win in every sphere of life. This inspiring read acts as a practical handbook showing you how you can apply the art of hustling to becoming a winning salesperson. DJ Spoo also believes if you know how to sell, you will never go hungry. He also believes that this simple skill holds the key to solving Africa's considerable unemployment problem. His passion for youth development also comes through loud and clear in this easy-to-read, easy-to-use handbook. It is full of practical examples, sound advice, and no-nonsense insights, which makes it a must-have for every person who wishes to further their lives and careers, whether it be in the corporate world or wanting to start out their entrepreneurial journey. I would rate this book a generous four and a half out of five. Thanks, Karen. Sounds like a must read for any young entrepreneur. And from our book of the week to this week's AMT Fresh Produce Outlook on the Markets, here's Dr. Johnny van der Merwe, an agricultural economist at the Northwest University. Thank you very much, Dawn and Duncan. This is your weekly AMT Fresh Produce Outlook on the Markets, made possible by Standard Bank. To stay up to date with the latest prices and news, subscribe to the AMT YouTube page and also follow us on Facebook. But let's jump straight into the latest vegetable prices for the past week. The potato price increased by 3% week on week to 44.19 per 10 kg bag due to a 19% dip in volumes. 
Longer term, however, we are expecting volumes to decline and prices to stay on an upward trend at least until middle August when there may be a slight shortage in the markets and prices to maybe increase during that period. Higher tomato volumes delivered last week resulted in the price to decrease by 27% week on week to 6.81 per kilogram. The expectation is that the price may trend sideways to upward due to lower volumes still caused by the colder weather. Longer term however, we are still expecting volumes to pick up in August and September which may put pressure on these prices. The carrot price decreased by 10% last week to 3.83 per kilogram with lower volumes due to the colder weather also evident on the markets. Compared to last year, prices are likely to stabilize on a higher level and move mostly sideways the next two months or so. The onion price increased by 3% to 5.24 per kilogram with low volumes on the markets as still evident. Longer term we are expecting volumes to increase most likely resulting in prices to trend significantly downward over the next two months or so. Other vegetable prices traded as follows. Cabbages on 3 rand 26, garlic on 80 rand 60 per kilogram, spinach on 4 rand 23, sweet potatoes on 4 rand and 9 cents while the latest pepper price traded on 11 rand 87 per kilogram. As mentioned, in general we are expecting lower prices the coming week due to limited middle month demand. But prices to pick up towards the end of the month as demand may improve. We have however seen that the banana price increased by 2% to 7.63 per kilogram last week due to a 21% decrease in volumes nationally. Longer term, we are expecting this price to stay in a sideways to downward trend as volumes may increase gradually over the next three months or so. The latest apple and pear prices traded on 6.66 and 6.94 per kilogram respectively last week. We are however expecting prices for both these products to start picking up in August and to continue its upward trend towards the end of the year as fresh volumes may become more scarce. Week on week the orange price decreased by 4% to 4.15 per kilogram and we are expecting this price to come under more pressure this week due to extremely low demand. Looking longer term, prices may trend sideways to upwards as volumes may start to decrease from the month end. Avocado volumes however are currently very high as producers aim to finish up the season. Which can put the price which is currently on 14 rand and 5 cents per kilogram under pressure this week. Looking over the longer term, we are expecting volumes to stay high until about week 32 or for the next three to four weeks, but may see prices improving from there on out as volumes start to decline. Other fruit prices traded as follows. Grapes on 77 rand 16 per kilogram, pineapples on 19 rand 20 per kilogram, increasing by 157% week on week, lemons on 4 rand 80 per kilogram, 10% higher compared to the previous week.
To stay up to date with the latest prices and news on the fresh produce markets of South Africa, subscribe to the MT YouTube page and also follow us on Facebook. Also make sure to stay tuned to Food for Mzanzi for the latest in agriculture news. This broadcast was of course made possible by Standard Bank. Back to you Don and Duncan. Thank you Dr. Johnny van der Merwe. For more information go to amtrends.co.za. Dawn, that's a wrap for this week then. Remember, if you love the podcast, share it with your friends, family members and fellow farmers. That brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Please stay safe out there and remember to always wear a mask. Visit Food for Mzanzi's COVID-19 support page for the latest information. From me, Dawn Numdu. And from me, Duncan Masua and the rest of the Food for Mzanzi team. Have a great week. Ciao. You've been listening to the Farmers Inside Track podcast, supported by Food Form Zanzi. For more information, find us on www.farmersinsidetrack.co.za.